Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host, John and Allen. Relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud. Debate with your crew. They talking hip-hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Welcome to the next episode of Conversate for a Few. I'm Jonna. I'm Alan. This is not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely is not. This is a podcast about hip hop. What are we doing today, bro? Uh, we're talking about commercial. What does it mean to be commercial? Uh, we don't hear that word that much more. Uh, and, you know, nowadays yeah. the time applied to the music that's coming out. Um, but, but it used to be. But it used to be. A very and it held very negative connotation <laughs> in uh, earlier years. It, the um, connotation has changed over years. Like so right, we're gonna right, talk about has. what it means to be commercial in hip hop. Right. Right. Okay. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah, because I mean, if that's how we're gonna talk about, we definitely gotta gonna, talk about the. Go ahead. Go ahead. We're talking about. The, we're gonna talk about the evolution because it changed. Right. It definitely changed uh, over time. But let, let's. I'm, I'm gonna start from here. All right. Talk Just to with you. the word commercial. Yeah. Commercial is usually a segment, right, on television. Right. In between shows or whatever, right? And generally it's marketing a product, so it has to catch the eye, catch the ear, right. and hook you. Right. So it's usually something, you know, I would would be what what was considered cookie cutter and catchy well, at that time. Well okay, not to cut you off. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. But commercial commercial is I guess the epitome of maximizing sales. Right. Right? From a business point. A Absolutely. Bit, yeah. The epitome of maximizing yeah. sales. If you commercializing this way, it's right. you're doing the best you can and squeezing every dime and every penny you can out of it. Right? As far mm-hmm. as I... Is yeah. I is I take it. Especially yeah, swinging in music. for the fences. You swinging for the like, fences. Yeah, anything right? commercial, commercial realty is something big. Right. And the e- it, okay. So even in commercial realty, commercial what are the other things you name? Uh commercial uh-huh. realty, commercial uh even in franchises, those mm-hmm. are commercial restaurants. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, for the lack of a better speaker, right? right? Uh, what's the easiest way to do that? Is to make it easy to replicate. Yeah, easy to replicate, absolutely. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you take that mindset and add it to music, you're gonna get a negative connotation. Right. When and you, you start making music purposely that's easy to replicate for the benefit of maximizing the sales and the dollars, then that is gonna be looked at as negative. Right. And and what it and what is funny is for though the real Futane clan that's really rocking with us, you know episodes back, Abe yeah. gave probably one of the most phenomenal analogies ever to explain the commercialization of hip hop, mm. even though I'm jumping ahead. Mm. Like, okay. but okay. one of our prior podcasts, we touched on this particular aspect a little bit. You yeah. gave the, uh, I think it was the McDonald's yeah. analogy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? When, when you go from just selling a couple of cookies, yeah. and being popping, 
and locally to now you're all over the place and Absolutely. now you want to replicate it package exactly it. like hip hop is McDonald's right now and I guess what we talking about is the process for that happening right the com- commercialization like what is commercial you know okay that's part of what we talking about mm-hmm. um but I mean I, I okay you asked me a question before we got on mic. You brought up a... Not even asked me a question. You brought up an example um, of of a song right. that started out not commercial in yes. our era at all, right? Yeah. Can you talk to me about that real quick? Yeah, so... And it's funny because it does tie into the, the conversation about the evolution of the meaning, I guess, mm-hmm. of what commercial is. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and the acceptance of it by those who held on to a traditional or what they thought a primitive understanding of commercial but mm-hmm. let's say like I, I gave the example though Wu-Tang mm-hmm. playing and to be honest you can take almost any song off 36 Shame because I've heard yeah. Wu-Tang playing nothing to F with yeah. like in commercial avenues now bring the ruckus yeah, but specifically I said yeah. cream mm-hmm. and I was saying you can play that anywhere now right. and it's like you know what I mean is loved and right. hugely embraced beyond the core hip hop street band that was rocking Absolutely. with it at first, or and that may have not gotten play on the radio. Even they play it today, mm-hmm. like like yeah, for cause, sure, because they are who they are, legend, right? right. Um, and so I was, just, so I was just, you know, I mean, bringing that up to say like how it, you know. Understanding what commercial is or commercialization has changed over time. Yeah, but I think I wanted you to bring that up, right? Yeah. Because I, I didn't want to say what I was about to say until you said that. Because <laughs> yeah. I think you could do, you could swing for the fences, right? Mm-hmm. And still be making authentically good hip hop. Right. And that's what, that's what. That's what Wu Tang did. Wu Tang swung for the fences, but the fences weren't white America. The fences weren't commercials. The fences weren't. The fences was making the best possible song that they felt like they could make. The yeah. dopest hip hop. Like they right. wanted to leave the studio, felt like they created some. You know what I'm saying? Some right. epic shit. You know what I mean? And that was their goal. That's swinging for the fences. You know what I mean? Right. And I think in music, if you if you I think you could do that in music as a as a company. You could search for the artists that are trying to do that, and you could sell that. Mm-hmm. You can you can commercialize that. You can monetize it. You can get every penny out of that, and don't change the art at all. Mm-hmm. Right? It's just harder to do than the cookie cutter stuff. Yeah. You see what I yeah. mean? That's that's the thing. Yeah. But you could do both. You yeah, don't have to lose the artistry and the integrity yeah. to co- to be commercial. Right. So now I'm going to talk about, like, in 99, I, well, I felt like I was seeing it before then, but yeah. at the end of 99, yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. Uh-huh. I, now, I also had not broadened my mm. musical horizons at the time either. Okay. But even now that they... 
that I am. Yeah. You know, and I love like a lot all types of music, a lot of kinds of music uh, outside of the hip hop genre, um, genre hip hop. But even with that, right? Some of the songs back then I scrutinize. I still scrutinize. Like I don't like it. Like you know what I mean? And yeah, it, for multiple, I, I don't understand why. No, no, no. Because because it, it's not good. Because you just don't think it's good. Okay. Well, yeah, because yeah. I don't think it's good. Right, right. And 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 honestly, bias then is something. It's mm-hmm. also like personal feelings tied up in it mm-hmm. because I feel like the art is getting corrupted which in truth it was to a degree with the money when we start seeing it packaged and made easier you know what I mean and so this is and I'm talking specifically when and let me be clear Mm -hmm. all traditional regular boom bap hip hop ain't good either a lot of that shit's whack too you know what I mean we'll get matter of fact that's our next podcast we gotta talk about some traditional hip hop and so the hip hop here is gonna be mad with conversation for a few but we're gonna call out a lot of whack albums that did traditional hip hop and yeah. quote unquote underground, and that's it's still whack. Yeah, you know what I mean. But anyway, so Very. and I this is one of, I think what I'm about to say is one of our first arguments, not even arguments, uh-huh. but musical yeah, musical yeah, yeah. sword fightings yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. that we had, and I, which I understand his point today. Um, but I still don't necessarily like all of what he was doing. Mm. But remember how I said I didn't like what Pop Yeah, for sure. I knew, I knew that's what he was alluding to. You know what I mean? I knew that's and, where this was going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew where this was going when this yeah, started. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? And But I can see Puff Vision yeah, now. Sure. And I understand yeah. that he did do some dope shit musically. Yeah. And hands down. You can't argue against that. Yeah. Whether you like the flash and all of that. And some of the stuff, like some of the songs that he was... Don't I, I stuff I didn't like, but in truth, a lot of what was under Bad Boy that he forged the way for, I do like. Yeah, you know what I mean. Now, um, but and I'm not putting it all on him because everybody mm-hmm. was trying like to ride a wave of the whole mm-hmm. party switch thing. Even Dame and Jay when they did Sunshine, right. really, Jason, that wasn't him. We're gonna no. try to do something like Bad Boy do, and and it didn't work for him. Mm-hmm. And see, that's my thing. Is it did. I felt like it it opened it, it just opened the door for everyone to try to do this thing and they're gonna you know what I mean this is the way well, to go in a new sound okay of of, of, of hip hop kind of like we're <laughs> funny on Wu Tang Forever uh-huh. um, interlude what he was talking about um, you know what I mean nigga taking the whack loop looping that shit thinking it's gonna be the sound of the century <laughs> that ain't hip hop but anyway but. but Right, but but I, I think I get what he. Was, I know he, what he, he was, was trying saying. to say. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But um, so what I'm saying is, when the money gets involved and mm-hmm. people think, "Oh, this is the way to go," I'm gonna pattern myself like this, and then now you writing, and your music to me is losing authenticity, and then you lose yourself in it because it's nothing wrong, as we say today, chasing yeah. the bag, getting the money, everyone to get money, I get that. But I I was, I believe then and now, mm-hmm. you can do both. You know, like you, you just said, you I don't have you to can. lose yourself, your identity, your yeah, authenticity, authenticity. You don't got to be fake. You can make good music, you know what I mean, and still make it have a commercial appeal or an appeal that will appeal to Beyond your true, you know, what I mean, base that's, audience. That's the catch. That's the part. That's the part that's harder to dictate. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. You can, right? Be yourself, authentic, and create whatever the type of music you mm-hmm. are, you want to. You can 
it's been proven that you can mm-hmm. reach a maximum, a, 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 a unbelievable height of success mm-hmm. doing that. But it's easier to dictate that success when you jump on a vehicle that you know goes there. Oh, yeah. You understand what I'm saying? Which is why all this, like, we talk about, in that situation, we talk about the 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 money being thrown at the artist and it starting to lose its authenticity, right? Yeah. I I would like to. <laughs> now I'm gonna tell you the truth. I think I think what Puff was doing right was authentically Puff. Oh, absolutely. Right. But the artist, shit he was but the artist had to fall in line with what he was presenting. I I agree with that. You see what I'm saying? It, you had to be the you had to be the best version of what you are within this world that I've created. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? And, and, and that's the same thing that Motown was. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? That's the mm-hmm. same exact thing Motown was. Like right. that's the same thing. You know, that's the same thing. To a lesser extent, Death Row was because I don't think they really had much control over what the artist was doing. Yeah, I can't tell that anybody over there was being a you know other than Dre that was making somebody say, okay, do it more like this, be this type of artist. But mm-hmm. you know, what I mean, they world was really is that's that was the beauty of Death Row. You believe that the world they were presenting was actually their world. Yeah. Even to this point, I still don't. It don't feel like nobody was. Making them cater to an audience in any shape, form, or fashion. Right. Them niggas was who the fuck they was, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they just happened to get along because they was getting a bag, you know. Yeah. But uh, bad boy, I think that is a that was a commercialization, but I don't think I think he gets a bad rap for the era being like that. When I agree with what you said. Other people saw it as an avenue to get a bag and started doing it. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? They're not doing it good. Well, you can never do it as good as the person that created it. That's yeah. like trying to make a new Jack Swing beat and think it's gonna sound good as, as Teddy Riley. It's not. Nah. You might it might make somebody move. You might yeah. dance to it, but isn't you know in the back of your head this don't feel quite right. Mm-hmm. It's not quite Teddy Riley. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? It's the same thing that you're gonna. That that happened to Jay Z when he did the Sunshine video, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and, 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 and and it's funny because and there's no slight against Jay. It's a bunch of it. The Nas owe you back, owe me back, which yeah. is later years. Well, I mean, but it's a whole. It's a bunch of groups and artists that we can. I would just go think that sometimes you go too far, right? Now listen for real. <laughs> oh, he says you go too you far. You go too far because you think about it, right? Yeah, you no, think I feel about that. It. You take that Jay Z song. Yeah. Right? And put it on any Jay-Z album. Mm-hmm. No vid- it's a hit. Yeah. The song is a hit. There's nothing oh, yeah, yeah. wrong with the song. There's nothing wrong with the song. I like the song. Do you know people Most hated it? I liked it, though. People hated the song because they hated the video. Yeah, because they hated the video. You Absolutely. That's why I said sometimes parallel. you go too far. Mm-hmm. Like, getting the hitman to do production on the album, getting that song, and having Babyface sing the hook, that makes sense. Getting a throwback hip-hop beat that you know for a fact already rock. works. You can't tell me that shit is whack because it already worked once. That shit fire. It's fire. You know what I'm saying? That's already fire. So, and it's Babyface. Come on, man. Like this is this this is a fucking hit. 
Mm-hmm. But because he went way too commercial for who he was mm-hmm. in that video, mm-hmm. it, it it fizzled all. It got backlash. It did. He could have done a regular Jay Z video. Regular, yeah. But yeah. he didn't know what a regular Jay Z video was yet. That's true. But it, it was funny. Is that I, I like this because it's actually it's because we're actually making a few points even with you saying that mm-hmm. of how like the backlash it didn't match up with the image and all of that and with, in turn you know that album people like it yeah. doesn't get a good yeah. rap yeah even it's though that's where I'm from is it's up a there classic bro you imaginary must love players me. on there imaginary player yeah. streets is watching something yeah. we still say to the day yeah like and yeah. I be telling people that Lucky y'all me. bugging. Lucky me. Yeah, y'all friend of foes bugging. on there, ain't it? Yeah, friend of foes. Man, come on, yo. Like, stop. Come on, man. The album is a classic. The album is classic. Absolutely. The album is a classic. So, you know, uh, but it's just funny how that one yeah, thing that, right. that's put out there. Commercialization can, can, in reverse. In reverse, yeah, it can be a detriment to yeah. it. It, it, it. That's Jay true. had to redeem himself from that album With the and movie. his image. Yeah. Yeah, with the streets. With the streets is watching movie. Yeah, for sure. So, back in my day, this is switching gears a little bit, right? Um, back in my day, and I'm just really sound like a focus. So I'm talking about back when I was young in my teens. Yeah. Uh, early teens, late teens, right? So, early teens, mid teens, late teens. Going commercial was somebody <laughs> like MC Hammer. Yeah. Uh, Vanilla Ice, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. They they were commercial. Even even and it's funny how commercial works because I remember when MC Hammer came out and niggas accepted M- MC Hammer early. Yeah. For real, niggas was rocking with MC Hammer yeah. until he got too big. Until he got too big. Pause. Yeah. Pause. <laughs> it until he got pause again until he got too big for his britches. <laughs> oh, like fuck it, uh, and I had to because the nigga was wearing yeah, hammer pants. Hammer pants. <laughs> but but, but uh, that, that's a that's like a little unwritten thing that everybody know. Nobody want to talk about. We was fucking with MC Hammer, nigga. I had fucking Niggas hammer got pants. Got hammer pants, it, bro. People had hammer. No, pants. I wore hammer pants in my family uh, picture. North. With my whole family, nigga, I went and got my suit from Merry Go Rounds. I had the black, everybody else dressed in like, I got on the, the rayon suit, like, <laughs> with the hammer pants on and some some uh, patent leather joints with the crest. Nigga, yeah. What? People want, yeah. Like, people was people was rocking with him. Bobby it Brown. Wasn't until after. Bobby Brown and MC Hammer was rocking at the same time. They were mm-hmm. very popular. You see what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the same time. It ain't like and the suits wasn't that much different. They wasn't no different. I'm the telling style you, of dress. The, the suit that I had on could have been worn by the Bob, reason I said it could have been worn by Bobby Brown or MC Hammer at the time that I had it on. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I, I or or fucking Kwame. It just didn't have polka dots on. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? So I I know what was happening. Mm-hmm. This nigga was hot in the streets mm-hmm. until he got too big, and then nigga started calling that motherfucker commercial. Mm-hmm. Like what is wrong with us? What is wrong with us? Like what happened? I can't even remember. Like I don't even know. Gas. But, they niggas started dissing them on records. Yeah, yeah. 
I don't know what happened. I know, but and, and, and this is just some some side note stuff. Nobody, mm-hmm. all that dissing, yeah. gas face. Nobody ever touched Hammer because unfortunately Hammer must stood for Hammers for real. Because so. you listen to the Red Man story, you listen to search like story. Fifty, pressed them in the airport. Yeah. Fifty niggas rolled yeah. with them. All the people like there were dancers and all that. They was all like. Gang, they was all he said girls and everything. Yeah. Like all of them, like it was gang yeah, babies was that was with him, and they pressed them in the airport. He wasn't going to get models and actors to nah. be on tour, nigga. He was taking people from the hood that and that giving, had talent and giving right, them chances. Right, right. He was you know doing mean? a great he thing. He didn't blow thirty million. Yeah, he was taking care, trying yeah. to take care of, of every village. Yeah, of people. You know what I mean? Yeah. He had to understand so he wasn't a sucker. Nah, he was nobody. He wasn't a sucker. And he wanted. He was nobody. And Redman said that he gave him a pass. He said, Yo. you, "You're a young, basically young and dumb, so I'm gonna let you live. And don't ever say nothing like that again." Hammer press everybody that I can think of that said something about him on records. He's pressed them. Yo, he said something to everybody. Even Jay. That's that's what I was. About. I'm talking about even Jay. <laughs> even Jay. He said something to everybody. He don't yeah. give a fuck who you are. <laughs> He's gonna press you if you say something about him. Yo, Rick Ross. You know what I'm saying? He pressed him. He don't give a fuck. Yeah. He pressing current niggas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. But real fast, we, we, we got time. Yeah. I, give me a brief synopsis of the... I never heard the MC Search story. Oh, okay. And this uh, is just good because yeah, yeah, it ties into commercialism. Because commercialism. Like, but he, uh, you know, he did the whole gas face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? What the dude said on the on the song was... Somebody, I think he said MC Hammer, uh, like his mom or something, get the gas face. Yeah, that's something foul he said. So, Sir said he was out in LA with like with his lady and shit. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Didn't really, wasn't even really thinking about it. Was this after the record came this out back like, then? Oh yeah, yeah. This is yeah. I, I can't remember. What he said it was like right after, or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, yeah. or, or but. They sent somebody looking for him. <laughs> and he got word that Hammer and them, if I remember correctly, y'all can look this up, it's on the fucking internet. Yeah. But Hammer realized the man was in the area. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So his people went looking for search. And word got back to search that his people, that like, yo, bro, what is you doing? Do you do you know they looking for you? Yeah. Like, are you that oh, boy? You cold, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, he like, what you mean? Like, nah, he like, they gonna they gonna hurt you. So somebody, I can't remember who it was, mm-hmm. but somebody went and pieced it up, okay, for him, mm-hmm. and and it, like in time mm-hmm. before he got caught up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he had to get somewhere and get low because they because Hammer was on his head about <laughs> that shit. He said he still don't. It's somebody in that situation. That, and I'm going to look it up. It's somebody in that situation. Sir said he still don't fuck with. Like, I don't fuck with that motherfucker because this is how it went down. Dang. It might be Hammer. Yeah. It might be Hammer. But I don't want to say that and then Hammer hit this and be on search head again. <laughs> so, I, you know what I mean? I'd rather just get looked up. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But that's, that's how commercialism works, man. Like, we let a whole guy get... But we turn our back on that dude because he got, because he got too famous, got mm-hmm. too popular. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like it just, 
you know what, man? In all honesty, too. Not for real. Yeah. Not, like, because I remember the music. Like, yeah. the music changed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, the music, he really... The first stuff he did, I think, was genuinely what he felt like. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, what he wanted to dance to is like, that second go-round... Or third go round, or what? I can't, you know. Second, you see what I'm saying? I, funny, I was playing the second album music in my head. I can't touch that. this. Is doom, doom, doom. Is that the second album? No, I, I, no, I think that was the first. I think the first one was turning this mother out. Okay, so if okay, there's some other stuff because I'm trying to think of the other. I had another single off of mm-hmm. that. If uh, can't touch this on the second, it may have been. It had another single. I'm trying to think of the name will come to me. I remember the beat. What's the uh, beat of this of the second one? And I forgot, and, and the hook went along with that. Yeah, the hook went along with that. Um, dang, what was that? Oh man, I'm gonna look that joint up. But I think, I think I know what you were about to say, and I think I agree that with the. That second go round. That second go round, he was attempting to create the success of the first one. Like he was trying to be commercial. Yes. You know what I mean? That first go round, it sounded like it. 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 That first go round was just energetic ass hip hop to me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And it was a nigga dancing his heart out. I agree. So I wonder. So we finicky is what it is. That's true too. But we super finicky. Don't do too much. Don't do too little. Yeah, please hammer. Don't hurt him. Was the first album. Okay. And that had nah. That had you can't touch this on it. All right. I can tell you. Dancing machine. Nah, this ain't. Nah, that ain't ain't the album I listened to. Too legit to quit. Nah. Oh, so that was the song. Uh, It was on. It was that album, the Funky Head Hunter. But really, everything after. Nah, let's get it started with the album that we fuck with, nigga. That shit was cold. I ain't gonna front. Yeah, 88. 88. Turn this mother out. Let's get it started. Mm-hmm. Uh, ring them cold. Hey, I ain't gonna front, dog. I danced to a lot of this shit. I ain't gonna front. We danced to a lot of it, and by the end of this, by the end of this album, we wasn't fucking with him. Right. But you know what's funny? So the one out that that's what I was talking about was he the really um, blew up. the funky head hunter because it had the pumps in the pumps bump. in the bump that yeah. shit like it was by that time it was like he was just the funky head hunter he was it seemed like he was like yo that is really it, nuts like it, how we do people man yeah. Cause in '88 he looked like Deion Sanders, and that's when they that's was running. Fact. They was running around. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, but by the time '90 came around, I don't know too many black people like that cared. No. Now it was a lot of black people that cared, but it was your parents. That nigga ascended <laughs> the youth and started tapping into the whole America. Yeah, you see what I'm saying. And once, that's one that's thing the, about hip hop. Once it once, gets out of the youth, ain't messing with is you. Well, the youth, and once it once it becomes theirs. Mm-hmm. Once they once their affinity for it is as heavy as ours, we just let them have it. Mm. 
You see what I'm saying? We just let them have it. We don't... Unless we understand that they really don't get it. Like Wu-Tang. Wu-Tang yeah, yeah, yeah. is... They, but we un, we know they don't... We know for a fact they don't understand what the fuck they really listening to. Right. No. The masses. We, you know, this, yeah, ain't, yeah. this ain't... I want to... Just for clarity, mm-hmm. this is not a racial conversation because the way I'm talking, I know black people hearing this probably like, oh, you talking about white folks. Nah. I'm talking about the masses and the core listeners, like true listeners of hip-hop. Yeah. Versus the masses. Mm-hmm. You know, like true listeners of hip hop. And and when we feel like we have to let it go, I think sometimes we feel spurned and we call them niggas commercial or say they sold out. I, yeah, I can see that. You know what I mean? I can see that being the case. I, you know, because, <clears throat> I mean, you got to think about it this way. Most times, if you're going to have to change your image to to be successful, they ask you to do that shit before they put any records out on you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. They don't wait till you successful and then change your... Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. And a good example, and there's a bunch, but uh, and this is a small example, not a huge, but how um, Puff, when he signed the locks, they were warlocks. And mm-hmm. he told him that's not marketable. Like, yeah. like and drop it's not. war. <laughs> Just be the locks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Could you imagine us still today being like, yo, the warlocks was... Yeah, nah. that shit whack. Yeah, this is whack. Locks are way better. Way hotter. Way hotter. Even 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 though the acronyms suck. I know. Yeah, we didn't give a damn. You know what I mean? Yeah. The locks. Yeah. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Nah, you? nah. That was it. All the thing in my mind then was I felt like Bad Boy Street Team. I couldn't work the locks. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, crazy. I, I feel like. Commercialization in hip hop, man, is. See, go ahead. But since fine, since we on that, that didn't work for them. Jiggy, if you think I'm jig, that's what didn't work for me. Uh, No, I'm just talking about now, like, so that was an example, at least in that time, where you say commercial for what the lots are traditionally known for. Then doing that song, remember jigging. Yeah, I remember the song. up in the suits. And right, I remember the song. Pop. It right. didn't go for them. But I tell you, uh, this. and it wasn't a good song either. Right, but but album for album, I bet you. The oh album no, no, that album them, is the best. That they the best album they've done. Best album they've done. Period. And probably sold more than every album, every other album they did, as the locks. Probably now, hands down, that first album, Money Power right. Respect, is the best album. Right. I still listen to that now. Right. Um, I don't yeah. even listen to other albums, just being honest. That's my I don't point. like the other albums. That's my point. Uh, too much, too much not good Swiss. But, but, and others, but, um, but actually, I think, and I'll check, yeah. you may be right, but I think We Are The Streets may have sold more than Money mm. Power Respect. We Are The Streets. Might yeah, I had to. More. I had to look. We had to look that up. Yeah, but I, I, um, I don't bet money unless I'm sure I'm gonna win. So if you, if I ever be like I'm gonna bet you, don't do it. <laughs> but also I wouldn't bet you on this one because I'm not certain. <laughs> yeah, but so we gotta have to look that one up. But if I say yeah. I bet you, yeah, you fuck. <laughs> but <laughs> you got it, because I'm not gambling nothing. But uh, yeah, I, I think. Artists commercialize themselves a lot of times, though. I know the label does it. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know the label. I've done it to people. Like, I've rubbed I've rubbed some of the rough edges off motherfuckers. Been like, yo, mm-hmm. that... I, I get it, but... 
nigga, ain't nobody gonna sell that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? You, they trying to sell something. See, you know? that's always the... Um, and see, that's what everybody has to learn to find the mm-hmm. delicate walk between authentic artistry yep. and making money, or, being successful. And that's where usually the problem, you know, come in. Because there's nothing wrong with making money. Um, or stay or on your shit. Money. Until you find somebody that recognizes your value as you are and is willing to invest their time and energy in creating uh, resource, re- uh, revenue from that. Right. Griselda. That's all I mean, for sure. Like, I, I think that was, they odd, did not odd switch. Future. Mm. You know what I mean? With, yeah. with Tyler and all them dudes. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Earl Sweatshirt and Frank right. Ocean and all them motherfuckers. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, them dudes ain't... I don't believe they compromise nothing. No. You know what I mean? No. And that's... that's and that's... See, and I guess that's the other thing about it. People thought, well, if I do this and go for this type of sound, have this type of commercial look and mm-hmm. appeal, then I'm going to pop, I'm going to make all this money, this, that, and that. And they didn't know. Well, if you just do like you were saying, just stick to what you do. Right. And if it's good, like at a certain point, you're going right. to get the right backing and the right exposure you're looking for. Right. And so now Frank Ocean is a big name. Right. You know what I mean? Earl Sweatshirt, Tyler. Mm-hmm. Now, Conway. Griselda. Griselda. Benny, they got yeah. the Rock Nation look. Mm-hmm. And you listen to their first stuff up to now, they didn't change anything. Nothing. They kept with the same it, formula because it, it works. It might have got grimier. It did. To be 100% honest with you, bro. If, yeah, if anything, it got it grimier. It got grimier. Like, they, they, they said, fuck the drums. Like, oh, word. Y'all, 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 they... Okay, y'all like this? We going, we all right. We, this is what we doing. Yeah, now right. we going all the way in. Yeah, like, so. <laughs> and it worked. And, it, and it's working. Working, yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, that's well. that's the that's the thing, man. But it take longer, I think. that The perception is that it takes longer to do it that way. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know? and even that is, yeah, and even that is not necessarily true. Nah, it's all on what your goal is. If your mm-hmm. goal is to be Drake. <laughs> then it's probably gonna take you longer to do it without a deal. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But if your if your goal is to be Drake, the the easiest way to be Drake is to not be Drake at all. You understand what I'm saying? Because if your ass is running around trying to be Drake while he's still on the planet, you're at a disadvantage. Yeah. So to be the next Drake, you need to figure out what they want to see next. Yeah. And that's not what the industry does a lot. And that's but that's why people mimic. Because everybody knows that once the industry has a cadence or a look or a sound, they're going to look for the next one that could do that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Which, which unfortunately has led to so many, many me's of multiple artists. Right. And, and the full commercialization of hip-hop. Because right now, the era we come from, right? I guess I say we share we share an era, but I probably seen a half an era or two before you, right? Yeah. So we definitely share era. But um, from note from the era we come from, you might have had we were able to name the commercial artists on one or two hands of list. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Now every artist you name is pretty much commercial, right? 
Mm-hmm. And you can name the ones that ain't. Can you name some that ain't? Other than like Griselda and and even that. And they're they about to be commercial. It's commercial. The motherfuckers it sell is. more merch than everybody. They sell everything. They sell out of everything. Yeah, and I was about to say. And if it's not, it's about to be. It's it's um, it's, it's, it's if it's not I, it com- if it's not commercial, it's fully monetized. Right. And and I would say that I can't. And you know what's funny is it because that leads into another discussion, which is. Part of the difference between someone that's underground and then someone that's commercial is one has a broader audience. Mm-hmm. But see, now, mm-hmm. again, now mm-hmm. you can put your stuff out Everybody to the world. Got the Everybody audience. got the audience. Everyone yeah. can use the same platforms to put their money out and stream. Yeah. I mean, of course, if different, different bags can push it. Right. Harder, and, and some but, people have better networks. And, so they have better networks, you know I mean? right? Yeah, for sure. But generally speaking, I mean, shit, all of it now is yeah. commercial. Every bit. Because anyone all over the world can find any any one artist. Their stuff is accessible. Yep. So. Yeah, I mean. That's what I'm saying. I don't even know if that word is, you know, I mean, it don't even like apply or have the same meaning. It doesn't it have it then. doesn't have any any real connotation at all now. Right. Because if you if you at all, because if you're not a commercial artist, your ass is lame. Now. Yeah. Like, because the first thing they do is check your first week numbers. Mm-hmm. Nobody give a fuck about OC numbers. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It didn't matter. Right, right, right. It didn't matter. Was the album hot? Right. Was he spitting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, this nigga's dope. We ain't give a fuck whether he was... Yeah, yeah. Who else, you know, who else liked him? Right. How many other people liked him? That shit didn't matter. <laughs> and once it got to a point where too many other motherfuckers liked him, we was done. That's what I'm talking about. You see yeah, what I'm saying? But you, you know what's funny is... You know what's funny is... um. I agree with that. I think we do that with a lot of things, not even music. When you look at just generally other things, like mm-hmm. everybody, which is actually not necessarily a good thing. See, it run into another paradox. That leads to more artistry. Because, right, if somebody have this, if like you get on something, mm-hmm. you're on something new. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, okay, for instance, everybody's bringing, like, what I'm seeing. Fashion trend, Tommy Hilfiger is coming back. Oh yeah, like it's popping again. Oh, like, yeah. A lot of people yeah. wearing Tommy Hilfiger, yeah, again, right? You know what I mean. So when everyone get back on that wave, then you know it's always someone. I mean, if you was a real like me, yeah, you'd be like everybody on that. I'm doing something now. I'm doing something. I'm off. That, I'm doing something different. Yes. And then I, I would do that. And then, and then you. But the funny thing is, you want people like to be like yeah, like. That's, to rock with it, but then it, if it get too big, and right, I'm, 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 fuck I'm, like, I'm done. I'm on some new shit. You, you keep creating. That's in, innately hip hop, though. Yeah, that's what that's I'm saying. That's what it is. That's the paradigm. That's the paradigm. <laughs> it's innately hip hop for us not to fuck with you once everybody fuck with you. We yeah. get here first. We make you cool. Once you too cool. Then we make somebody else cool. You mm-hmm. you sustain your own fucking cool then. You gonna yeah. be that damn cool. You know what I mean? That's, <laughs> nah, that's it. it. Yeah, that's sustain it. your own cool. Yeah. You know I mean? Sustain your cool. I kind of like that. Yeah. You might see that on something this winter. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, but you know, that's the, 
damn. I think we figured out why why we do like okay. So did we build crabs in a barrel in the hip hop then? Cause that's what that is. But I don't know if it's necessarily crabs in a barrel necessarily because it, it, because the proverbial crabs in a barrel, you know, one goes up, the, the, you know, the other ones yeah. that keep them like pull them down. He's right. back. You so, stop. but now we just say we just leave you alone. You make it up. Fuck it. We ain't right. supporting you. Well, I tell you. So what. that could be. But I, I tell you what, if if if. <laughs> By analogy, yeah, the way that crab got to the top of that barrel is by everybody helping him up there by buying his fucking records. And as soon as he get up there, where everybody can see him, we like, I am fuck that shit. We not buying yeah. him no more. Sustain what your you own think? cool. Yeah, what you think? That ain't that ain't dragging yeah, that him is. back down by default. Yeah, by default. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you feel yeah. me? We don't, he, he completely stops. Now it's up to him to make sure that they believe in him, and they don't believe in none of us. Nah. The masses don't give a fuck about our artistry. No, they no, just no, want to no. sing and dance. Mm-hmm. And then the others want the money. Well, want to see how much they can squeeze out of you. There you go. You know what I mean? Right. So, <laughs> we at some point, we got to start allowing our artists to be commercial. Mm-hmm. But I think at this point, we don't have no fucking choice. Yeah, we don't have no choice now, so it don't even matter. And I think that's what we fucked up. Can I, real quick, I, I, yeah, I need to jump in. I think that's what we fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. Now we've gotten to the point where it's out of our hands. They've, they've commercialized it. So it doesn't matter what the hell we do with it no more. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Like, But I think if we'd have done what we're talking about now some eras ago... And really kept our and made sure that the artists needed our support, mm-hmm. and that our support meant like the core of hip hop meant something to them. Then maybe they wouldn't have been able to take it so easily and commercialize it, where everything is commercial, where nothing is, yeah, seemingly authentic. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know, but I, I ain't mean to, I ain't mean to cut you no, off. No, no, that was yeah. So. I, <laughs> That's funny. I agree with that. But yeah, so now it's even in light of that, right? Of thinking, if we, it's multiple things that led to this. Yeah, it's a like fact. if if we understood then that the artist becoming bigger mm-hmm. doesn't <coughs> outgrowing. Their core, what we consider core audience, was good for the genre as a whole. Right. Then <clears throat> we would have still supported them, not cut them off. Like, right. You know what I mean? And probably right. would have had more power and and influence and could have like controlled this more. Now it's not even like in our control. You're right. You know what I mean? And then it's the other things too. Like if we would have back then and we blame this on Sugar Hill Gang mm-hmm. if like they didn't create the stigma of ghostwriting because then we would have been branching out anyway yep. working with multiple yep. artists you would have been getting the best the best songs from the best artists right all along period all along it yep. would have just been uh, you know yep we got great music don't yeah, get yeah. me wrong right but we forced ourselves to only get music from singer songwriters yes You know what I mean? That's like saying, fuck Whitney Houston. She ain't a singer songwriter. We don't fuck with her. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> what? That don't even make sense. Yeah. Like, that don't even make sense. It's like saying we didn't we didn't want to hear from Whitney Houston because she's not a singer songwriter. 
Like that's what we do to our hip hop artists. Yeah. If you're not a singer songwriter, we don't want to hear from you. We don't give a fuck how good you are. You can't even possibly be good because you're not a singer songwriter. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, and I kind of feel like that, but I think yeah. you know what I mean. I, I feel like that, but it's fucked up. <laughs> 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 he was a bundle of contradictions yeah. That's what you said But uh Yeah man So mm. Commercial Commercialization of hip hop Good or bad Well it depends on Who's commercializing it I like that answer I like that answer I like that answer If it's somebody <laughs> If somebody With A good authentic gut then it probably turns out okay. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But that's going to be, that's going to, but if it's not, it's going to turn out bad. But that's all subjective. Because I think Barry Gordy and Puff are just one and the same. Mm-hmm. Right? Some people look at you and be like, you out of your fucking mind. Like, Puff ruined shit. Barry Gordy made Motown. Mm-hmm. Barry Gordy was making pop music. That mm-hmm. shit wasn't like we know it is so because it got popular. As, you see what I'm yeah. saying? But it was niggas that was doing some gritty ass soul music. And he was polishing shit, making them niggas walk upright and be. You see what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Be citizens, good mm-hmm. good black citizens. But it was some niggas that was singing about pain back then too, and them niggas wouldn't get no burn like Motown. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see what I'm yeah. saying? Just like niggas was singing about pain and shit during the puff era, but they won't get no burn. Cause niggas was rolling, throwing their rollies in the sky, way from side to side. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I was, ro- I was throwing my wrist, and they had no rolling. Yeah. My wrist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know, man. Commercialization. I think it's a bad thing if you are trying to. Dilute the art for the sake of mass consumption. Yes. Right? There it is. Yeah. If you do and, yeah, yeah, if you if you're willfully diluting the art for the sake of mass consumption, then then commercialization for profit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, for profit mm-hmm. is bad. Right. But if you're doing everything in your willpower to to commercialize and monetize yourself and you're holding on to as much of your authenticity as you possibly can to make a music that you love, there's nothing wrong with being commercial or having commercial success. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. That's how I see it. Yeah. And now what's so funny is all the stuff we live in, and this is why I was saying like that. So generally in the earlier era, uh, late 90s or whatever, that I felt like when people said commercial, that mm-hmm. it was that one, the negative connotation you were talking about, diluting the art for mass consumption Absolutely. and for profit, Absolutely. right? Uh, all in the name of profit, right? That's what we, I think, was we were struggling with, or when we use commercial, that's what it meant. Today, what is so funny is, um, you got to think about it, like the new name for commercial, in terms of entertainment, I think is. Going viral, mm. like because what you're dealing with exposure from the small to mm-hmm. a larger platform of people mm-hmm. seeing you and consuming yeah, yeah, whatever it is, 
But what's funny today is is that people I think that that old that negative commercialization, right? Mm-hmm. It got it saturated so much people wanted like something different. So that something different became big and commercial. So mm-hmm. a Griselda today is like breath of fresh air. Right. And like that's, that's the new about. good commercial. Right, right, and like, yeah, I mean, see, Griselda, we, I know, we, we, we know it's commercial. It's commercialized. Yes. Right. But I don't know if we can say it's commercial yet. Do you know what I mean? No, I know what you mean. But it's on its way in a year or less. Yeah, I it, think it's, I, I, I think I, it's one or two more things that have to happen. And I don't disagree at all. Mm-hmm. It, it could be as big as Wu Tang was. Mm-hmm. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, and and, and and this is not sacrificing rapping well at all. Like mm-hmm. everybody in Wu rapped as well as they could on every song. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They didn't take no bars off. Right. Like they went in there trying to dumb it down. Neither is these niggas. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? So I agree. It could. It, but but that's. That's going from what that is is having going from core hip hop, right? And right now, even if you go to these shows in major cities, there's a bunch of white kids in there. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it's going to core listeners of hip hop, <clears throat> and when it blow, you gonna it's gonna expand the people that listen to rock music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They gonna tap in because it's the same energy. It's, yeah, same energy. It's the same mm-hmm. energy. Once they tap in, that's what what you talking about. Yeah, is gonna happen. one or two. Those, yeah, that's one of the one or two more things that uh, I yeah. think has to happen. It's gonna happen. I can mm-hmm. see, but but that's that's not okay. That's not going commercial. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not going. Yeah, that's not commercial. going commercial. Yeah, that's not going commercial. That's commercial coming to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's different. You know what I mean? That's them finding yeah. you. Like, yeah. going commercial. LL went commercial. Mm-hmm. On purpose. He was just good at it. Yeah, yeah. He was very just fucking good. good at it. He was just good at it. So he walked a very fine line when niggas just like, and the niggas never said, fuck that guy. Nah. You know what I mean? Ever. He was just good at it. He was just that good a rapper. Yeah. That he could, that he could do it. Big Daddy Kane couldn't play that game. Nah. As soon as he tried it, niggas was like, eh, pull the rug out from under you. Mm-hmm. And didn't look back. We know how good you are as a rapper, but damn, bro, I can't support this. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a very fine line that you can that you can walk. But hell, we don't know whether Big Daddy can't at that point in life was just being his fucking self, authentically. This nigga yeah. was fucking Madonna. How do you not turn into a sex symbol on your records? Right. <laughs> that is wild. You feel me? Yeah. Like in real life, I fucking Madonna. How do I not turn into a sex symbol on my records? Mm-hmm. This is my real life. I'm being as authentic as I can. Y'all want me to talk like I'm still in Brooklyn, nigga. I'm in Madonna. <laughs> yeah, that's wild. I never really thought about it from that perspective until right now. Yeah, that's crazy. Which is funny because pop, same thing with Madonna. Which Madonna, clearly you have a thing for black men. Yeah. <laughs> he was the first Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was out there. Madonna was out there. She was with everybody, though. Yeah. She was, yeah. Nothing. I ain't going to get into that. But, uh, 
I can't say I would have passed it up neither though. But um <laughs> for sure, I'd have touched it. But uh Yeah, so I mean that damn that's just when you when you think of artists as going commercial or going pop, you might have to take a step back. And right. be like, well, hmm. Good. Now, I, that leads to the next and maybe final segment, possibly, of okay. this podcast. But doing exactly that, that's what I wanted to get to, is that, like, yeah, when you think someone is going commercial, it could be that they aren't. Right. It's just a really, this is just another way that they express themselves. But my point is, fans, we so finicky. Yep. We're so, like... Let me say this. Once we go beyond, we grow, go out of the comfort zone of what you are used to, yeah. then you start losing people. Yep. Unless they really have a high musical intelligence yep. and can understand. Yep. Right? But other than that, we like what's comfortable for us. Yeah. And when you do new shit that we're not used to, yep. that doesn't fit the paradigm of which you originally introduced yourself to me as, yeah. I don't like it. I don't like Even it. Even if... And it may be the musically and the, the yeah. far as hip hop goes, the the music and the message may be exactly the same, yep. delivered in the same way. Yeah. But because it's a different or a different expression of you, right? Then, and I'm not comfortable with change. People don't right. like change at all. So that's the at thing all. we wrestle with. You so right. sometimes the people aren't going commercial at all. At all, it's us. We being too Hollywood. Facts. <laughs> Fact. The listeners. I'm with you. I'm, you know what I'm, I mean? I'm, I'm totally we, agreeing. We want, and then we really want to, um, what is it? Damn, I forgot. Uh, pigeonhole mm-hmm. artists to mm-hmm. certain things. Yes, yes. And when they be like, nah, we, you can't hold yeah. me there. Right. I want to go here and there and there. We yeah. don't accept that. And another and that, thing we want yeah. to do, I'm sorry, is, no. is relive the energy that we got the last time we re, we opened they pack they, uh album for the first time. Right. That's the other thing. Right. And it, see, this is a problem. We call it this. This opened up something, a whole nother thing. We call them stars. Right. Yeah. They're stars. No, they're fucking human beings. That's what they are. That's what they are. <laughs> they're human beings. Yeah. And they are allowed to change their mind like you change your mind. Fact. They go through ups and downs in their life. So they're making music. Right. From different different thought processes different experiences in their life and so we just have to be able to accept that and when I'm saying that when they make music from different experiences different thought processes in their life the energy is not going to be the same so like I put this album out when everything was good and I was whatever and you like that energy okay but um I lost my mom right Right. You know, this happened, that happened. So right. when I wrote this album, I was thinking more this way. It's a little more melodic or mm-hmm. maybe melancholy, mm-hmm. but it's still dope. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But you're not going to like that if because right. you want that same energy from the first time. That's right. And that's the other thing. If you're going to support an artist and be you really like an artist and you really understand their message and their music touch you, you're able to keep connecting with them as they grow and develop. Whether or not it's the same, it hits you the same way. Matter of fact, in truth, I mean, think of how many thoughts you have in a lifetime. Right. Each of those thoughts represent a different vibe. Right. A different energy. Right. Like, if you did album for everything you thought about just one subject, all of them shit's going to sound different. Exactly. But it's the same person, the same same source. Same, yeah, exactly. Like, so we we really, as listeners and audience uh, and supporters, just have to really mature truth. Absolutely, particularly, and maybe other genres of music have. I can only speak hip hop. Hip hop 
uh, we have to mature. Yeah. We just have to really yeah. mature uh, musically. Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's it. And be more, and be a little more flexible. Yeah. I think, yeah. That's that's the, that's the, that's the absolute truth. Uh, just to shoot us as listeners some bail, it would be, especially listeners of the day, mm-hmm. it would be a lot easier for us to do if so much of everything didn't sound the same. And it, you see what I'm saying? Agreed. Now you catch a <laughs> now you catch an artist if the artist, an artist that's swinging from. From left to right, from to up to down to kind of clockwise to you know what I'm saying to sunset to dawn, you know what I mean. From album to album, that bad boy today got to be great to hold people. I, you know what? I don't know what the hell hold people's attention nowadays. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, I take back everything I was about to say. Yo. I don't know what what the fuck holds their attention. I don't know what loses it. Yeah, you know, cause it's some scooter dude out there that's winning, and yeah. it sounds like everything else. And then there's some stuff out here that's like it's phenomenal. You never heard it before, and it's winning. You mm-hmm. know, like Anderson Pack is winning. Yeah, and he should be winning in a, in a time like this. Yeah, uh, but it's I don't know that I expect for him to be winning mm-hmm. in a time like this. But yeah, man, I, it's a space out there for for artists to do what it is that's in their hearts. Yeah. And 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 make a especially today, and make a good living. Yeah, you know, especially today, because you can circumvent the label, mm-hmm. um, easy more easily than you could uh, decades before. So I don't know why you wouldn't just jump out there and try it. Yeah, your way. Mm-hmm. You know, hell, as easy it is to record nowadays, dog. I don't know why they not doing both. Yeah, you can I, do both. I would fuck around and be two different artists at the same time right now. Like one that's, yeah. that's ultra commercial, trying to get a deal, and the other one is absolutely authentic, doing what I want to do, trying to build my fan base. And whichever one of them shits work first, I, I still got both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got my whole catalog. Yeah. I still got. I still own all this music. Mm-hmm. And now... When that, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because this is me, right? Pie in the sky. Mm-hmm. If the commercial one does work and I end up with a deal and they build me in a fan base and I'm doing all this good shit, you see what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Yeah. And I let them know that I own a whole nother shit ton yeah. of <laughs> authentic music over mm-hmm. here. You want to know who I really am? Yeah. You know what I mean? You want to know who I really am? Go listen to this shit over here. This is the shit I get in. Mm-hmm. Eating. Yeah. Fuck Yeah. It. Or even if I and even, one can push the other, right, right. I mean, even if that ain't even possible, just to think that way, yeah. just to think to hold on to as much as your authenticity as possible, um, authenticity and ownership. That's really what it boiled down to in the music. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean. Authenticity, I think, is always gonna get is is always gonna get you long term fandom. Uh, look, look. I mean, no, no. But yeah, yeah. I think it will. And owning ownership is will allow you to eat off that fandom. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I believe if you authentic, if you authentic and you nice at what you do and you stay at it and you really going after your fans and trying to gain their fans and you know what I mean? Yeah. Really out there, you know, really out there pushing yourself in these people's face. Then right. I, if you good at it, I feel like over time it'll work for you. Yeah. You know? It will. Cause I don't know if motherfuckers really want to be in this whole commercialized rat race right now, dog. Nah. I don't. I ugh. shit look nasty to me, and it look nasty and nasty every year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know what they listening for no more. You understand yeah. what I'm saying? Like I don't know I, what the I labels. Say. I don't know what the labels are listening for. Yeah, I don't. I don't even know. I don't think they know what they're looking for. Me neither. I think they're just holding on to an old formula, and maybe, and, and to be honest, and maybe trying to recreate what already worked, which leads to you know the duplicate sounds. Everything sounding so much the same. That's and yeah. saying okay, one of these duplicates might work. Yeah. Before we get out of here, I got a question, man. Mm-hmm. I know, was it earlier this year that we did the episode said we might be living in the greatest era of all times? Oh, moment? yeah, we proved it. Yeah, you still greatest. feel like that? Absolutely. Okay. You, you know you know why? Yeah. Because Benny the Butcher, Smoke Dizzy just dropped the album. With Pete Rock. Gris, with Pete Rock. Griselda just Whoa. put out music. Like, it's, it's so we Just think about that. Like, yeah. Just that. You would need a damn, you would think you would need a time machine to get some, you know what <laughs> right. I mean? To make some right. shit like that work. But in this era, you can make that happen. Right. So that, 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 yeah, that. So, okay. yeah, yeah. Revenge yeah, of the Dreamers, three's yeah, out. Yeah, you're Spado. Right. Spado. And Ab Lava, you're Glory right. out. Yeah, going ham. Yeah. Jesus is King. No. <laughs> You gonna have to cut Kanye some slack, man. If it, if it's okay to make people make yeah, different albums right. and different yeah, no. trends, yeah. now I said gotta be good. They ain't, ain't that's good. true. The music gotta be good, but it, but good. but maybe the music is good. We just want a different energy. Maybe we need to just go back and try to accept this energy. I don't need different energy. I just need good music, and I didn't find good music in the album from the Good Music Project. Right, pun intended. Yeah, 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 man. You think we did enough on this one? I think so. I think so. Yeah, I, I enjoyed this conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah, it was it, a much needed conversation. Yeah, yeah. I, it, it's something I haven't really thought about, but yeah. you know, commercial. I think we could probably have this same conversation again and, and go different places than we went this time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Definitely could. Uh, but uh, as usual, I'm gonna ask y'all to go to Facebook and Instagram and follow us at Conversate for a few. Uh, go to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Uh, what's the other one? We on Apple, Google, Spotify. Stitcher. Stitcher. Yeah, Spotify is the other big one, though. Yeah, but go up there and um, subscribe to Conversate for a Few. Uh, make sure you rate the show. Leave comments. Uh, share the show with your friends. Let them know that we're here because that's the only way they're going to know. Uh, stay tuned for the limited edition Futane Clan uh, merch with the... Uh, the empty TDKs and Max sales, I promise they coming. You know what I mean? Fire. Fire. I'm talking about it's going to be straight fire on there. 
But uh, I'm John. I'm Alan. This was not a podcast about classical music. Absolutely was not. This is a podcast about hip hop. Make room for the tag. Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few. Hustle. Welcome. Man, they had to send me. Hustle from Raleigh. Live from NC with your host. John and Allen relate to the two. You are now listening to Conversate for a few. Check it on SoundCloud, debate with your crew. They talking hip hop from the late to the new. From July till June end. No Fridays for me. Tune in. Please listen to this podcast. 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 Conversate for a few. Conversate for a few.